Loving God, we praise you. You dwell beyond the universe of stars, greater than the galaxies of light. But you come close to us in Christ, so close we can cry out like to a parent. You, whose wisdom is deeper than the sea and beyond all the words we can speak, have spoken in our hearts. May we grow in the love of the Word that is Jesus and in the love of one another. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him while he is near. Let the scoundrel forsake his way and the wicked his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy, to our God, who is generous in forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. High as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, life is Christ, and death is gain. If I go on living in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which I shall choose. I am caught between the two. I long to depart this life and to be with Christ, for that is far better. Yet that I remain in the flesh is more necessary for your benefit. Only conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you too go into my vineyard and I will give you what is just. So they went off and he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around and said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, because no one has hired us. He said to them, you two go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to, the, to his foreman, summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, 
these last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. The story is told of a young college student who uh, complained to her roommate that she was not very fortunate when it came to uh, dating. Uh, All her relationships seemed to be very short or sometimes even painful, so she complained and said that this was unfair because many of her friends had very, very good uh, dating life. So uh, her roommate suggested, how about I set you up on a blind date? And she said, okay. Then her roommate asked her, what kind of boys uh, do you like? Do you like southern boys or northern boys? And she said, or asked, what's the difference? And her roommate said, well, the the southern boys will uh, uh, cook you a nice dinner. They will take you out on a nice long moonlight walk and whisper sweet nothings into your ear. Will be very romantic all the time. The northern boys will be more active. They will take you out. He will do all kinds of activities all the time. So the, uh, the girl thought for a moment and she said, would you please find me a southern boy from as far north as you can? <laughs> so sometimes it can be like that with life. We would like to negotiate. But uh, today, of course, we heard that a certain type of negotiation uh, took place when the uh, workers were hired to go and work in the vineyard. And of course, they complained too at the end of the story, as we heard. So. Um, the, the theme of the scripture readings today is, of course, that God's ways can become our ways. Yet, uh, or, uh, even though the prophet said God's ways, God's thoughts are not our thoughts, our ways. They're as far or uh, above uh, our thoughts as heaven is above the earth. Yet, the, the reason why Jesus came was to teach us God's ways, to teach us God's thoughts. So then we can adopt them and make our own. That's why the story in the Gospel reading is so uh, bother, uh, bothers us. It, we, we, we say it's not fair. One group only worked for one hour. The first group worked for 12 hours, yet they received the same wage. But if we look closely at what, what those uh, um, uh, the details in the story mean, we understand better. It's not about wages. It's not about vineyard. It's about life. It's about relationship. So we heard that the prophet uh, Isaiah said to the people, Seek the Lord while he, while he may be found. Those men that were wanted, they wanted to work, they were seeking jobs, they were seeking work, because they knew, if I don't work, my family will not have food on the table the following day. So we understand, why is it that the landowner paid them full wage? Understanding, it's not just for them, it's not just for their benefits. It's for their whole family that will eat for a day or maybe even longer. So the, the prophet said, yes, God's thoughts, God's ways are about our ways. But as I said, Jesus came to show us 
and to tell us how does God think and what, what he invites us to, to accomplish, that his ways indeed can become our ways and his thoughts our thoughts. So we heard in the Gospel reading that it begins in a very simple way. The landowner went out to hire workers for his vineyard. And, of course, the shift began at 6 a.m. at dawn. So that's when the first group is hired. Then 9, noon, 3, and 5 p.m. They are still waiting. They were patient. The workers were waiting in the, in the marketplace for to be hired. So the story is about how sometimes people can be slow. Some people are quick in responding to God's invitation to be his, his people. Some people can be slow. We know other biblical stories, the story of Jonah, the story of the prodigal son. We know the story of the criminal hanging on the cross with Jesus, who shortly before he died, repented and asked Jesus to be admitted into paradise. And Jesus indeed told him, you will be. Is that fair? With human eyes, we would say, no way, it's not fair. But it's not about how we and how the secular world looks at what, what happens. It's how God thinks, his ways, his thoughts. So let's look at the story in the gospel reading closely. Uh, they were hired to go to work in the, in the vineyard. It's not about vineyard. It's about invitation into the relationship. God wants us to be his people. He invites us into the relationship. And he will say, he says to us, I will not pay you with money. Your reward will be, in, it will be love and eternal life. Infinite love and eternal life. That's the wage in the story. Infinite love, eternal life. Vineyard is the relationship with, we are offered with God, uh, by God. And, of course, those who worked from 6 a.m., their reward was also in the fact that for so many hours, yes, it was difficult, but so many, for so many hours, so many years or months in their life, they were in the relationship with the Lord. So yes, they complained, but they forgot to see, I have been part of God's family for so long. What a blessing it is. I have been able to work for Him, to accomplish so much good, because God called me and I answered. So they overlooked that. And then, of course, we see that, of course, Matthew's community, we have to remember the, the circumstances in which the gospel is written and to the group of people that gospel is written. New converts were coming into the church, mostly then at that time from the Gentile background. So those converts from the Jewish background thought, well, look, we have been following Jesus for 50 years now, which was about when the gospel was written, about 50 or 55 years after Jesus' death and resurrection and ascension. So God will reward us with greater eternal life or perhaps a higher level. Matthew said, no, don't think like that. Even these converts that came into the church, that joined our Christian family, towards the end of their life, end of their journey, God will reward them greatly too. Because yes, they were slow in answering the call, but eventually they said yes. So you see, that's what the story is about. Those are God's ways. Those are God's thoughts. And again, we may say, no, it's not fair. But it's not about being fair. It's about God being so generous that he extends his blessings even to those who answer late or towards the end of their life journey. So let us remember what the story is about and how we can learn 
what we can learn from the story. Let God be God. It is best for all of us. And of course, what we are called to do is learn God's thoughts, learn God's ways. St. Paul said it very simply. The best way to do it is live worthy of the gospel, of the way of the gospel. He said that to the Philippians, and he, in his own life, encountered different group of people, different groups of, of people who answered God's call in different ways. Philippians, that's the letter we heard from. Those, that community was perhaps the easiest he had to minister to. Then we came, that came Corinthians. They gave him so much headache, so many headaches, that sometimes he was very frustrated with them. Then Galatians. They, they made him mad, so much so that he called them stupid on one occasion. So Paul knew, Paul knew how different groups can answer God's call. What about us? We need to ask ourselves, what enables God to, to be so generous that even those that answer late his call are given the fullness of eternal life? The landowner in the story asked, are you envious because I am generous? It is easy to be envious. Perhaps you have a colleague at work who got a promotion before you did, who came in late, joined the team late, a neighbor or friend. Sometimes we feel that God is not envious. In fact, he bestows generously even to those who answer late. And, of course, let us be mindful of the group that this gospel was written for. Why was Matthew saying it? And what was he encouraging people to do? What kind of attitude to adopt? Let God be God. In the meantime, let us learn and adopt God's ways and God's thoughts. It is best for all of us. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.